Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we're going to speak with Todd Hanley of Hotel Congress, and we're going to find out how this 100-year-old establishment is leading the charge for the future of electric vehicles. Today is January 16th. My name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. We shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From May Mountain to you, Arizona, and all stops in between, you get the inside track. Right here on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org. Also available on your iPhone or Android by downloading the Downtown Radio Tucson app. And you'll be uh, in the know wherever you go. If you want to get us on the show, our email address is contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. You can also uh, find us just about anywhere podcasts are played. And uh, if you want to see some of our past episodes or hear some of our past episodes, you can also go over to lifealongthestreetcar.org. And while you're on that site, I recommend that you uh, take a look at one of the announcements we just made. Uh, I've been kind of teasing it out for a little bit here. But uh, as of today, we just made it official that Life Along the Streetcar is going to be out in a book form in a couple of months, hoping by the end of February, beginning of March, to have them available. Uh, what we've done is we've, we've taken some of our early interviews from 2017, beginning of 2018, put them together with uh, some updates from those subjects like Mission Garden and Presidio Museum and uh, went out with a photographer, took some fabulous photos and created really kind of like a coffee table book, I think is what it's going to come out to be. And I'm um, so excited seeing it coming together with uh, the artist, the photographer, the, uh, the subjects of the stories and of course having the opportunity to kind of weave it all together in a way that pleases me because that's really what, it, what it's all about. But the name of the book is going to be called My Life Along the Streetcar and uh, focused on those early years. And don't worry, we'll get to the later years as well. If you want to find out a little bit more, you can head over to Hotel Congress today for uh, Dillinger Days. We happen to have a table out there and we're going to be talking about the new book and promoting the show. First time we've really done anything like this and kind of excited to do it. And thought, you know, what a perfect place Dillinger Day is, given how our intro music starts every day with Ryan Hood and uh, being at Hotel Congress right there, the heart of downtown on the streetcar route. So we'll be out there till about 5 o'clock today if you want to come say hello and talk a little bit about the book. More information will come on our website, so stay tuned to that as well. But speaking of Hotel Congress, we had a chance to interview with Todd Hanley earlier in the week. On Tuesday, you may have seen there was a nice press conference with him and the mayor and several others about some electric vehicle charging stations. Well, we had a chance to talk with Todd on Monday, the day before that, and uh, he kind of filled us in on what was going to happen and uh, what that, that future looks like, as well as some other cool things for uh, Hotel Congress, Maynard's, and, and the site. Todd, can you t- what is your actual title at Hotel Congress besides chief cook, bottle washer, everything? <laughs> It's so hard to even assign a title, I guess. Probably the best title to describe me is operating partner and 
part owner okay. of Hotel Congress. All right. And how, how long, I mean, Hotel Congress has been operating, you know, it's, it's 100, over 100 years old. Um, and then the Osrons purchased it. When, when did they purchase it? And how long has it been kind of operating in its current format? You know, Richard and Shana Osran purchased it in 1985. So they've, you know, basically owned it for 37 plus years. The current format really took kind of life, uh, probably give or take 2006, 2007. And obviously it really kind of found its rhythm in 2015. I mean, at that point, the plaza was developed. Uh, The stage was out on the plaza. The streetcar had concluded its construction and everybody in downtown saw the quick impact of the streetcar ending its construction and the streetcar kind of breathing additional life into downtown. Okay. And, and one of the things that we've talked about on the show numerous times, it, it happens to be that you know, like the recording of this isn't a little bit in advance, but it's airing on the 16th, which is Dillinger days. Um, and you know, as a reminder, the life along the streetcar will have a table there. If you're listening, come on down and say hello. Um, but one of the things that Hotel Congress has been known for are events and festivals. Um, what you, you, January, February, those are big months for you. What do you have coming up? Yes, and typically it's the third weekend in January. We were unable to have a 2021 due to COVID, but you, you mentioned Sunday, January 16th will be the I think the 27th or 28th annual Dillinger Days Festival celebrating the Tucson Fire Department, the Tucson Police Department, and the capture of public enemy number one, John Dillinger. Uh, The event begins at 10 a.m. with the first reenactment at 11 a.m., goes all day till about 5 o'clock or so, and then we go into a fun kind of plaza concert for everybody just to kind of keep the festivities going. But, yeah, Dillinger Days really kind of embodies Tucson, embodies Hotel Congress, community cops and robbers history culture you know just the things that really make tucson in the southwest unique and you know luckily or unluckily i guess depending upon perspective john dillinger found his way to tucson a long long time ago and we're celebrating the capture of him and and his gang so it's a really fun day free outside uh due to covid nothing inside on that day just to keep his people as safe as possible and yeah, it's a great family day for everybody. You know, 50 vintage cars, food trucks. We have some really wonderful local vendors coming down through local first Arizona. Just again, truly a fun day for everybody. And then that segues right into the next day, which is the uh, Martin Luther King Day Jazz Fiesta. That's, uh, that's on, um, on Monday the 17th. Yeah, Monday the seventeenth. I think it begins at noon on that day and goes until five or six. Well, and, and speaking of jazz, then can you give us an update on on the Copper Hall renovations because that that is being converted into kind of a, a showcase for jazz, isn't it? It is. It's actually uh, the Century Room, which is is a Borderlands Jazz Club and Mescal Lounge slated to be pretty much ninety percent done by the end of this week. Uh, we're pushing back a little bit of the you know, grand opening of the, of the actual space. We're moving all of the music for the jazz festival that was scheduled inside. 
we're moving it outside again just for the realities of COVID. But we'll be uh, opening officially sometime at the end of the month, January 27th, 28th, 29th. But we still have some wonderful acts coming up with uh, Arthur Vinton Associates having his kind of kickoff celebration for his involvement in the Century Room. It'll be on the plaza of the Hotel Congress. I think it's that January. Gosh, I should know this off the top of my head, but I think January 21st. But yeah, Arthur Vint has been a huge part of the whole Century Room concept and build out. So we're excited. Just things are kind of coming a little bit, coming along a little slower just because of the reality of COVID completely surging everywhere. It's 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 kind of unbelievable, actually. And, and you you're calling it the Century Room, this used to be what, what we may have known as the Copper Hall, correct? That, that sort of corner yep. spot? Okay. So it is the correct. same space. And, yeah, and right off of Congress Street, the entrance will be on the corner of Fifth Avenue and Congress Street. So it'll almost exist like a, a space outside of the traditional Hotel Congress floor plan, but it's 100% a part of the business. And you know, one thing that I would be remiss without mentioning is Rio Nuevo has been so unbelievably instrumental in everything downtown related, but in specifically the Rio Nuevo has uh, supported this century room concept from the get-go. So huge kudos to that entire board and the overall district. Yeah, and you mentioned there's a it's a sipping room, uh, mezcal sipping room. We, we've had you on the show before talking about your passion with mezcal, so I don't want to get too far into that. Uh, but that does lead into, um, you know, kind of, kind of the, the different approaches that Hotel Congress takes in Tucson. It's not just about music and partying. I mean, you do heritage festivals and like to highlight the history and culture of the area. Yes. I mean, thank you. Appreciate that, Tom. The, the, the century room will be a mezcal lounge. It'll be kind of a bricks and mortar location for the agave heritage festival. And for us, you know, hotel Congress has always been a big part of the community, a big part of the history and heritage of this region. And so this is just another symbol of what's important to us, what's important to Southern Arizona as tourists come into Tucson, they're looking for something unique and different. And, and, you know, really Hotel Congress just oozes unique and different in the best of ways. And so to have this Mescal lounge to celebrate the borderland spirits that is literally 45 minutes away, just such, such a no brainer for me. And obviously it's a big part of my you know, current passion project in supporting the growth and development of Tucson in the Southern Arizona region. We are speaking with Todd Hanley of Hotel Congress, and we'll be back to the second half of his interview in just a moment. But I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Back to finish up with Todd Hanley, and uh, in this part of the interview, we're going to talk about the future 
That is, uh, you may have seen on Tuesday, there was a nice press conference talking about some electric vehicle charging stations in the uh, old train depot there. Kind of a big collaboration with uh, many partners. And Todd's going to kind of fill us in on, on uh, what's going on. Well, I think that sort of leads into the main purpose of the call today, because uh, there's a big announcement coming out this week with uh, the mayor and uh, Kimberlaining from Local First and yourself about uh, electrical, uh, electrical uh, vehicle uh, service at Hotel Congress in Maynard's. Yes, it's really exciting. It's So tomorrow we're going to do an official press conference ribbon cutting. It's one part kind of a, hey, we're kicking off the electric vehicle charging installation, which is only half done due to the reality of supply chain, but we'll have one fast charging EV station and one uh, traditional commercial charging station. And then it's also a press conference to kick off a statewide challenge that Chapman Automotive, Local First Arizona, where we're saying to state of Arizona, let's charge ahead and let's create the infrastructure. Let's create the momentum for electric vehicles into the future, knowing full well that that's critical to clean air, clean energy, a healthier community. And so Kimber from Local First Arizona has been a huge part of the project. Uh, Neb from Chapman Automotive, they have been a financial backer of this and are just so critical. And this is you know, speaking to their passion around the future of the automobile industry. It's really kind of exciting because you're, you're looking at this futuristic charging station kicking off tomorrow, basically sandwiched between two historic buildings and, and actually in the middle of what we call the historic triangle because of the MacArthur building, which is just a little bit to the west of us. It's almost kind of it's serendipitous that, you know, these three historic buildings are leading the charge and doing so much around forward thinking, in particular climate change and resiliency. So it, it's it's been a, a very, very long process, learning a lot about how to navigate the incentives and the rebates. And we actually hope to take this long, very important process and actually Sorry, hold on. Let me just speaker and actually create a toolkit of sorts where we can go to different municipalities, different private small businesses and give them the opportunity to look at how they can turn this into something real and really, really make sure that we hit all the different communities, you know, getting into the small market, getting to the to the, you know, kind of the, the communities that are, are maybe not afforded as many opportunities you know, some of the, some of the, I guess what we'll call, you know, marginalized, if you will, just trying to be very thoughtful about being diverse and inclusive in where we go with this particular project. And that's near and dear to Kimber and local first Arizona's mission and vision. Well, let's talk a little bit about the, the, the specifics of this. It's where, so these are charging stations for electrical vehicles. Um, and, uh, we use the term EV, um, that's uh, something you hear quite a bit nowadays. They're, where are they physically located? They're actually in the parking lot of Maynard's Kitchen. So they're on the city of Tucson's property since the city of Tucson owns the train depot and the parking lot. You know, the parking space we have lease rights to. So that's the other element of it. It's just, it's just the city of Tucson you know, municipality, private and nonprofit organization. So you'll literally drive down Tool Avenue and you'll see these big old futuristic looking kind of uh, 
almost old school gas station type of units and they're they're actually dare i say a beautiful piece of equipment you pull right in um right now we're offering uh charging to our restaurants and bar guests for a very uh, discounted rates at 45 cents per kilowatt and then hotel guests will actually have complimentary charging so it's kind of a, a dual approach. We're trying to make sure that we can pay back the investment, but also offering an incentive for consumers that want to come down and enjoy downtown and have the same opportunity to kind of get that car charged up for their next uh, destination or somebody cruising across country on the I-10. So it's, it's a very interesting time to see how this is going to play out in terms of making sure that we put the motivation and momentum behind it so people can start to really take note of it and, and understand it's, it's not as complex as everybody thinks it is. It's, it's, it's going to be a part of our society into the future. So let's embrace it now. And, and just to be clear, then the, the spaces are available. If, if they're open, they're available to the general public. It's just, you get the discount if you are a patron of hotel Congress. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Anybody can charge there. Uh, currently they're, you know, one and two hour maximum charging. Uh, we're going to spend the first couple months taking a lot of time to understand the pattern frequency usage of them and make some adjustments, working closely with Park Tucson. We'll have signage up tomorrow. We'll, we're we're going to end up painting those parking spots green so there's a clear delineation that those are for you know EV cars. It, it'll be a work in progress to really work out how to make sure that those parking spaces are utilized for both EV chargers and guests that are just looking for parking because we know parking is perceptively a challenge downtown even though there's plenty of it. Well in this this type of effort where you are you know leading the charge as you said with uh, these other organizations, this seems to fit in very well with the business model that that I've come to learn from from Hotel Congress. With your very conscious effort on sustainability, on you know focusing on the importance of of you know the local food to table, the local ingredients. I mean, this seems to flow right into into that overall uh, goal of uh, of being a, a sustainable restaurant for the future. Agree. I, I'd like to believe that you know. The organization called Clear Result approached me. They're, they're the clearinghouse for the TEP involvement, Tucson Electric Power, uh, that's offering large incentives for the installation of these units. But I'd like to believe because of all of our you know, work and, and you know, kind of diligence towards sustainability with respect to solar hot water, waterless urinals, composting as much food as we can, you know, soap supporting local from wine to, I mean, everything I could go on and on. I think that really has been a part of just how we are perceived in the community and why clear result approached me a year and a half ago. So I think every little step counts, every little kind of, you know, task, every little commitment makes a difference in the greater good. So it, it's a definitely, as I'm talking through it on the phone with you, it kind of almost becomes like, wow, it is going well. And I sometimes become a little bit more, shall we say, pragmatic. Some people would call me pessimistic, but it's a celebration and it's a definite win for Tucson, Southern Arizona. Well, I'm a, I'm no, it's no doubt uh, or no secret that I'm a big fan of Hotel Congress, not just because of the uh, the baked eggs I get on the weekend, but because of your um, your vision and, and your desire to be this this uh, this center of 
of sustainable and, and local focus. And I think you're right. Your reputation, I'm sure, led these organizations uh, to reach out. And, and, and I think having you involved probably gives them some credibility in their efforts here in, in the uh, urban core. That's a, a great point. I forget, you know, the power of the Hotel Congress brand. And, and, and I take that very you know, seriously. You know, there's a level of responsibility, but I do believe what Hotel Congress does has and will always set the tone for Tucson, Southern Arizona. I mean, we just have been always a forward-thinking business. I mean, Shana Osran created Dillinger Days 27, 28 years ago just to create momentum after New Year's. And so from that almost really was like an emblematic start towards how we can be unique and different. And the Club Congress has always set the standard for music and entertainment and culture. Yeah, so thank you for recognizing that. I forget that at times that we do have, you know, that certain gravitas that we should not only utilize to the best interest of the community, but also celebrate when appropriate. And and let's all just celebrate because, man, we could use some good news nowadays because it's pretty tough out there. (laughs) Well, let's talk. Let's just wrap up with some good news uh, and and just kind of give us the overview. We've got. I know we have limitations due to COVID, and that changes from day to day based upon what's happening in the community. But really, as a as a, we're almost back to a fully functional um, uh, corner there. The way you've been in the past with the hotel, the uh, the Century Room, you've got the outdoor plaza, and Maynard's has been open for a while now too. Correct? Yep. Yeah. No, it's uh, Maynard's Kitchens having a great first three months, four months. Uh, yes. Within the next few weeks, the century room will be open. Cup cafe is open and thriving. Club Congress is open. It's we're trying to be smart about inside, but the plaza and all of that space out on the, on the, the live music plaza has been successful. So yeah, I think within the next few months here, I mean, if we all just, I guess heed the suggestions and go get vaccinated and boosted, we could continue to go back to normal. And I believe in the next few months with the weather getting nice, I think we're going to be firing on all cylinders, if you will. And it's, it's exciting. We just have to kind of weather this most current and truly difficult storm. And I'd be remiss without saying again, you know, it's tough for the hospitality industry with COVID, but we obviously know the frontline workers and the healthcare boy, you've got to give them credit for just battling this. So again, I'll, I'll say mask up, vaccine boost, do what you can do to, to help the community because it does matter. Well, Mr. Uh, Todd Hanley, title <laughs> somewhat undefined uh, at Hotel Congress. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it with that. But I, I, I know you are busy. You've got a lot going on. Uh, and, um, you know, again, I will I have a table out at Dillinger Days for Lifelong the Streetcar to promote our show for the first time. And uh, look forward to um, exploring all the things that uh, you're doing in the uh, in the uh, historic triangle there. Yeah, thank you, Tom, and, and kudos to you for all that you do. No, I think everybody should know how critically important you are to downtown. And thanks for the you know support of the festival with life along the streetcar. So look forward to, to seeing you soon, and, and be good. All right, Todd. Thank you. Bye bye. Always a, a pleasure to talk with Todd and his team over at Hotel Congress. Lots of uh, amazing things happening in our urban core. And people like Todd and, and the Osarans who, who really brought Hotel Congress back in the 80s. Uh, we have so much to, to thank them for. Uh, again, if you're out and about today, hope to see you over at uh, Dillinger Days. 
My name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar, Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, while you're getting your swag on, why don't you uh, check out our lineup there on Downtown Radio. Uh, amazing shows that we've got uh, set up there for you. If you remember, we were going strong, and then in 2020, because we had to go remote, some of our DJs took some time off, and uh, now most of them are back. We have some new DJs. They've kind of been slowly adding through 2021, and now as that year rounds out and we head into a new year, our station is just rocking and rolling with fantastic music morning through night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, through the weekends. It's fabulous. And then, of course, on Sunday, we get these talk shows like uh, mine. And coming up next, Ted Ski's, uh, Ted Brzezelski with Words and Work. And following him is Ty Logan with Heavy Mental. Just a fantastic lineup. All that's available on the website, downtownradio.org. And uh, while you're there, it doesn't hurt us if you uh, might want to make a donation either one time or reoccurring, because we've mentioned this many times, we are volunteers, the the DJs, the show host, everyone volunteers our time because we love what we do. But beyond that, you know, the, the staff work that has to be done, the maintenance of the equipment, the programming, the underwriting announcements, all of that stuff is done by people that uh, just love sharing this with our community here locally and globally, since you have that app that can uh, reach across the world. So please, if you have the means to do so, we would love a, a donation from you to help keep this rolling. And then if there's anything you want us to talk about on the show, any topics that we should be covering, people we should be interviewing, uh, hit us up on our Facebook page or Instagram, tag us, share our stuff, share someone's stuff on our page. Uh, you can always reach out to us the old-fashioned way with email, contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. And uh, let's just keep this, this party going. You know, I mentioned it at the beginning. We have a book coming out here in a couple of months, and I'm very excited to be sharing this with you because it's, it's really turning out to be a, a very colorful and, and a fun exploration of the show and our urban core here. If you want to learn a little bit more about that, you can check it out on our website or stop by Hotel Congress later today. We'll be there until about 5 o'clock talking downtown radio, life along the streetcar, and then and, of course, uh, previewing the book there uh, for, uh, for folks to give them some information. But it should be a fun event as we celebrate the uh, Tucson police, the fire department, the staff of the hotel, all of those that were instrumental in capturing, at the time, America's most wanted, John Dillinger. And with that in mind, we're going to leave you with music today that you hear regularly on the show. It's what we lead the show with. It's a, a song from uh, Ryan Hood that uh, when we first heard it, said that has to be the launch to our, our radio show. It's, it's, a show. it's a song called Dillinger Days, and uh, we play it in our intro every week. I thought uh, we'd leave you today with that music in its entirety. 
so that you don't have to have it interrupted by my silly voiceover uh, as we do each week. So thanks again for tuning in and I hope you have a great week and I hope we can have you join us again next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar.